On today's show, what did we see in Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving's first game together? It came in a loss. Well, I think we saw some good things. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Lockdown Mavs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know. How did you feel about Luka and Kyrie's first game? What's one thing you saw about Luka and Kyrie playing together? Talk all about that. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the duo, dual dude, the one more thing, King, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, we finally got it. We finally got the first game. Kyrie, Luka, Saturday night, Sacramento. It's done. The first one. And I just want to tell y'all that prayer is real. (laughs) And that the Lord answers prayers. Just really wanted Tim to not play anymore. (laughs) Okay. I wasn't going down that path. (laughs) I was talking about the lady in the broadcast (laughs) that sat behind Mark Falwell and game oh, one, she was gone. She wasn't there and anymore. I'm saying, you know, like, <laughs> dear Lord, please do not let her have season tickets. Like, uh, that's all I wanted. And uh, either she gave them away or she didn't have season tickets because she wasn't back. But uh, I like I that follow up report. I like that follow up reported on it. She's not here. Like he, he tweeted about it, and he's like, she's yeah, not. She's not in attendance. Not in attendance than tonight. But you know what? I would have taken her screaming the entire time if it meant a win. Oh. Yeah, we can do that. What would you do for a dub game game at a certain point? But yeah, let's get into this game. The Dallas Mavericks lose in overtime to the Sacramento Kings, uh, number three in the West, by the way. So I think we always have to preference that this Sacramento Kings team is like they're built different. This is not your Sacramento Kings problem. This is not your Sacramento Kings of last year, the year before. Like they deserve some respect. So Sacramento Kings. Uh, beat the Mavericks 133 to 128 in overtime. We saw Luca return from his heel injury. We saw Kyrie Irving play in his third game for the Mavericks. Um, both those guys played uh, 40 minutes. Yeah, Luca played 41 minutes. Kyrie played 42 minutes. We saw them uh, both the two leading scorers for the Mavericks: 28 for Kyrie, five, uh, seven assists, 27, nine and five for Luca. What do we see from these two? I mean, honestly, offense-wise, you know. I joked before the game and I said, Hey, like I'm, I'm all here. Like I'm ready for all the ridiculous Luca takes. That's going to fire <laughs> off. If this thing's rusty coming out <laughs> off the bat and you know, they've you know won a couple of Kyrie's first few games. Uh, not to say it was like simple, but it's like, Hey, kind of like throw out Kyrie out there in the Luca role. Now you bring in Luca along, And I think it will take a little bit for it to fully, fully click long-term. I think it's great though. They're both, you know, basketball geniuses, the fit is, is fine. It's, yes. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I do think they just got to figure out how it works and when it's more of when to push what button on the floor for it to work. And 
but offense wise tonight, honestly, I thought it was a little smoother than what I even thought. I mean, just on the grand scheme of things, zooming out, they scored 128 points, 116.8 offensive rating, which is great. Yeah. So like, I mean, we could sit here and talk about some things like, oh, hey, when Luca took this shot or which Kyrie is more aggressive here and all this stuff. But when it comes down to it, they hit 23s tonight. Luca and Kyrie had 27 and 28. They they put up 128 points as a team. The offense for their first games together looked pretty dang good. Yeah. Their defense sucked again. That, so, I mean, the, that's it. The defensive end was going to be the hardest part and is the and is the hardest part. They're going to have to try and figure it out. I think you can build a really good like championship level defense with Luka and Kyrie on, in, on the the roster, like playing at the same time. The problem oh, is yeah. you have to have a couple of elite defenders next to them. I don't know if they have those guys right now. Josh has been good. Bullock can play. The center position is, you know, is a rotating cast of you're not sure what you're going to get from any of the three <laughs> on any given night. It seems right. like at this point in the season, but defensively is where defensively is where they lost this game, right? De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox in overtime, just like over and over and over again. They're just spamming the pick and roll because as soon as you take Josh Green off of off of um, De'Aaron Fox, it's over. Like that, it was done. Like as soon as he gets screened off of him, like they come over and set the pick. As soon as he gets screened, the, the play was over. He was going to score. He was going to get his. Um, he was going to get his mid-range jumper that he gets that he's been shooting the ball really well with this season. And uh, a lot of people think he might win that like Jerry West clutch player award because he's leading the NBA and most points scored in the clutch this season, but 14 points for Fox in overtime. Now, some of those came yeah. the, with the free throw game late. So, you know, maybe like 10 points in the, in the overtime, but that's still, yeah, that that's where the Mavericks really, really lost this game. It, you know, he was named as, you know, a, a sub for the all-star game the other yeah. day, much deserved. Uh, I was really happy he got in. King's getting two players in the all-star game, which is something you don't see every year. Has it? But uh, I don't know if it's ever happened. I'm about to look at that. But, you know, he, he deserved it. I mean, yes. it's, I mean, he played incredible tonight. And, yeah, like you said, I mean, I didn't think Reggie had a very good defensive game tonight. But, I mean, when it comes down to the Mavs defense on the perimeter, I mean, you're looking at, those two guys is Josh and Reggie. I will say this after a couple of games watching Kyrie, you know, more closely, especially watching Kyrie more than like the other guys. Kyrie's an underrated defender. Yeah, he's like, he's, this, he's he had some good blocks and steals and stuff. I mean, that block on Sabonis was nasty. He's so dang smart on the basketball court. Yeah, I feel like I could do a whole pot right now. I've, I've taken so many Kyrie notes of just, <laughs> you know, because it's like, you know, three games, what three games in a row now we've watched every single um just minute watching him so closely, just all the just brilliant stuff he does on a basketball court. But defensively, man, not only is he a good like a, a good defender, he's not winning all defense, but the dude tries so dang hard. Yeah, <laughs> and it like I think I think it could be a little inspirational for for Luca a little bit, like Shouldn't when Lucas, yeah. you know, if Lucas, you know, maybe taking some possessions off, you know, defensively to be able to look across you know, the lineup there at a guy that he respects a ton that is an all-star starter. That's one of the best players in the game and be like, Oh crap. Like you're, you're going at this level all game, all the time, fourth quarter, first quarter, like that, that should be some inspiration a little bit. I think. Yeah. The, the basketball fit is not going to be the problem. And, and I don't, and I think even with Kyrie that, you know, I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, this episode, three games into the Kyrie experience, you've heard enough other people, maybe besides us or, or, 
you know, outside of lockdown or wherever, talk about Kyrie and, and probably poo-poo the Kyrie trade for the Mavericks and say, oh, there's a big mistake. And blah, blah. As long when Kyrie's on the court, it's going to be great. As long as he gets on the court, like as long as he's going to be on the court, offense, defense, the scoring, the clutch plays, like the things that he's going to do, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be great and it's gonna be a great fit as long as he like gets on the court. And so with Luca and Kyrie, I thought that the I, I loved some of the back and forth stuff we saw. We saw Luca screen for Kyrie late in this game. We saw. Uh, then play off of each other. We saw the Luca like post and repost with Kyrie, and then kick out for a three. Like you saw them play off of each other a little bit, and they're like they're like just they just are working on this. They haven't had time to even like practice too much. They've practiced what once? <laughs> they practiced once together, and so since Luca's been injured, and they've been in Sacramento for these last two days for the for this game, and so we're we're just ha- like scratching the surface. The thing that I think they have to work on a little bit is Luca getting doubled in overtime. And when Luca got doubled in overtime, Dwight was still the one that come up and kind of break that play. And Kyrie was kind of waiting on the the perimeter. And I think Kyrie has to come to the ball in those in those moments. But they're gonna work on that, right? It, that that's something that takes yeah. coordination, knowing where somebody's gonna be, like practicing those those situations in, in real time and all that. And uh, yeah, I thought the Kings played some of those those positions well. Luca had a shot at the end of this game. I thought it was a really bad shot, but it was because of how well the Kings were playing them. Uh, yeah. In those certain situations, and, and keeping Luca there, and Luca missed, missed some games. <laughs> He's playing 41 minutes with a heel, with heel soreness that he had yesterday. Like he wasn't in his best, like 100 percent state either. Yeah, he's. I mean, he was a little rusty, fatigued, especially in the second half. I mean, and you expect that. I mean, it was a heel injury. Yeah. He's gonna, you know, he'll get over get over that hopefully, and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, that that's that. I mean, especially when Sabonis fouled out too. I thought. You know they kind of got quicker on their you know on the perimeter and switches and stuff. Yeah, true. As far as Sacramento defending and all that, but um, now I lost my train of thought. Coming up, let's That's talk about <laughs> let's talk about. There's something else. About to <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I know, no. Coming up, let's talk about what Isaac remembered about Luca and Kyrie <laughs> next. But before we do, let me tell you about Rocket Money. Do you know how much your subscriptions cost? Do you know? Is this something that you know off the top of your head? Most Americans think that they spend about $80 a month on subscriptions when it's actually closer to 200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need rocket money, rocket money, formerly known as true bill is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forgot about like that streaming service, like that dog treat thing, like the uh, toilet paper from Amazon, like whatever it is that you're like, Hey, actually I don't need this anymore. I'm getting, I, I got a guy for toilet paper. So you can go check out uh true. You can check out, um, rocket money, formerly known as Truebill. Stop throwing away your money, cancel the unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. All right, Isaac Harris. Thanks for making lockdown maps. Your first listen today. We are on all podcast platforms and YouTube after every single Mavericks game and five days a week throughout the week talking Dallas Mavericks basketball. Thank you to everybody for making like listening to us throughout this this week with Kyrie, our number one audio week ever on the podcast. Uh, probably our number one YouTube week. The numbers haven't necessarily caught up yet, but uh, an incredible, incredible. You guys, the Raccoon Squad, listening to us every day have made this happen and uh, completely changed our lives. So we appreciate you all. Yeah, and thanks for sharing the show too. This thing grows because you guys are texting to each other and 
post on your social medias and, and all this stuff. So thank you. Luca and Kyrie playing together. Was there anything that you were surprised about? Um, I guess we, t- no, I guess no, the defense no. was, was a thing that you kind of had brought up. Yeah. From, from Kyrie for sure. I mean, you know, even the hustle on that diving for the ball there in the yeah. second half, that was awesome to see. Uh, just, I think it's so funny to see them playing, not funny, but it's just watching them. It's something we all know is going to happen and just, just watching it happen in, in real time of them playing off ball and playing off each other. They've both, you know, talked about playing off ball. You know, Luca was quoted the other day saying, you know, I haven't played off ball since my rookie season, a little <laughs> bit different than Re- Dennis Smith jr. Here, but and you Harrison, know, Kyrie- Barnes, and Harrison Barnes, who he was playing against tonight. <laughs> yeah. And Kyrie's talking about how much, you know, he loves playing off ball and playing with the ball. And they say, I mean, he's played with literally the best players in the world. So, uh, you know, talking about like KD and James Harden and, <laughs> No other examples. <laughs> Kyle Corver. Uh, oh, my brother. <laughs> your brother. Uh, but but no, in just but just seeing how they work it out and seeing how they play. I mean, two geniuses on the court playing together. You know, Luca kind of took the ball early. And I was just watching, like, all right, is Kyrie just gonna come down? And there were a few times that Kyrie came down, was like calling for him to come over to get the switch. I mean, I, I want to see. I'll tell you something. I want to see more of. I want to see more of Luca Kyrie pick and rolls. Yeah. I want to see that, especially late in the game, um, because you know that. Especially, you know, Luca said this the other day. He's like, in this era of basketball, like you can do this now. Like you can do the small setting the screen. Like you know, Kyrie setting the screen, all this stuff. You can do it to get switches. All this different stuff. I want to see that more late in games. But them playing off ball, especially late, it's something we're all gonna like. Twitter and everybody, we're all going to analyze so much because it's like, you know, tonight Luca missed his shot. To, you know, I'm sure there's some people out there saying, why didn't Kyrie take the shot? And then one night Kyrie's going to miss a shot and it's like, Luca's the, the alpha on the team. Why didn't Luca take I <laughs> is mean, it, is this still Luca's team? Yeah, th- this is the uh, this is the other side about having two stars now at the end of games. Which yeah, is, it was, this is a great, great problem. Them playing off each other, I thought that it, it, was, it was great to see how much ball movement there still was. I expected it to kind of like revert back to some of the like Luca just ISO then Kyrie just ISO your turn my turn but like Kyrie's like a ball mover like he moves the ball a little bit and then Josh Green's a ball mover so going from the roster that we just watched for so long to going to like like Kyrie and Josh Green in that in that starting lineup and Josh Green playing a ton of minutes is like it, it's changing what what the offense is and that's gonna that's gonna cause some like issues like they're gonna turn the ball over a little bit more than they used to right like what do they have like 15 turnovers in this game. The Kings didn't have a single turnover in the first half. Like they're, you're going to turn the ball over a little bit more. And so they're going to have to play some better transition defense for sure. And the defense they'll have to figure out. This is one of the reasons why I'm not like so gung ho on Dallas Mavericks finals contender. They just, I don't know if they have enough like defenders to get there. If they, if they got can one they outscore, they got one more. Yeah. The question is going to be, can they outscore? And your offense has to be, Next level incredible. They have to score 135 points to win the game tonight. <laughs> like, well, for for well, example, watching, yeah. Well, I was watching the you know the first half there, and I was trying to figure out what the rotations are going to be. And this was when we thought Terrence Ross was going to be a map. And so I was like, all right, who's t- like what <laughs> role is Terrence Ross? Too soon. It's not even. It's not even signed. The ink's not even dry. Too soon. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But yeah, we will. It's like, but I was watching the game, and I was like, all right, you know, Maxi. Probably take Theo's minutes, Terrence Ross, probably take Hardy's minutes, you know, because there was that second unit there of like Theo and Jaden Hardy with like Reggie. The, 
Javel and the Theo Luka. Hardy Wood minutes were brutal in this game. Like just look at their plus minus. Like just brutal. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about the center rotation bullpen on tomorrow's bike because I have sure. so many thoughts on that. Because now it's turned into just like a bullpen rotation. Legitimately. <laughs> just like, yeah. And, uh, you know, it went from Christian Wood possibly starting this year and wanting to be an all star to now it's like Javel, Dwight, Wood. You know, Christian Wood, something like Maxi's coming back a, sooner than we yeah, thought. Trio, whatever. So uh, I'll be curious of what that is. But anyway, um, yeah, another thing I want to say, I'm sorry, I've, I've been so focused on this, like, the duo of them two, and just fascinated by them playing. You go. It is. I'm, I'm going to let you cook. I'm going to set the screen for you. <laughs> is how different they are. Everybody's talked about how ball dominant they are, which is, you know, true. I mean, they love having the ball in their hands, creating their masters at that. But also how different of players they are, too, because, you know, Luca. shocking here, he doesn't move as much as Kyrie, and he doesn't move <laughs> as fast as Kyrie. So, like... Watching Kyrie off the ball is incredible. Just the yeah. the lanes, the angles he takes to, you know, get. I mean, there was one time tonight the camera had it on his, um, on, like a close up on him, and Fox is in front of his face, and he was like doing all these head movements to try to. I mean, he went he hadn't even started moving yet, and he was started like <laughs> doing the move, trying to get like Fox going, and but like he cuts, he loves cutting, and he like he cuts to the basket, he gets the ball at all these different spots on the floor, and obviously he can get to the basket and all that stuff. Luke ain't trying to do all that. Like Luca's no. like, I ain't gonna and that's what I want to see Luca later on of like when Kyrie cooks, how can Luca be moving and cutting and all that instead of all right, I'm just gonna toss you the ball and kind of chill over here on the side. Now he can save energy, but still that's the but like what Luca does that Kyrie doesn't do it much as Luke like Luca loves to post up. And Luca can yeah. use his massive body and dominate Terrence Davis on a block like he did tonight a few times. So that they're just Totally different players. They're two of the best isolation players in the entire league, but they're totally two different players at the same time, and that's fascinating to me. They're going to be able to score on all three levels, right? Like, they're, like yeah. they're both three level scorers, and Kyrie is like elite in the mid range, and Luca, Luca can get there. We've seen Luca in past years like really hit mid range shots, and if he if that's what they're going to give him, then then he'll hit those. But he's mostly like the threes, and then get into the rim, and and get into the rim is where he's been most efficient, especially this year where he's posted up a ton, and so. You're gonna see them cut co- them cover all three of the <laughs> all three of those those uh, levels, and it's gonna be great to watch. But yeah, their their debut, the offense was was good. It can get better. You can you can see in many different instances where it can get better. Uh, they took 53s, so I think we're back on yeah. Mavs. How many threes can they take? Watch in the lat <laughs> with this team, but that's you're just gonna get open threes with Kyrie and Luca, like Josh Green, Reggie Bullock, Tim Hardaway. If he you know if the injury is not too bad. That you're gonna have to, they're gonna have to hit a ton of threes for this team to be really good and to win some playoff series. Um, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk more about Kyrie and Luca tomorrow. We'll we'll talk about the center rotation tomorrow. Let's do a couple more thoughts about this game specifically. Um, yeah. The, What's Christian Wood's role in this team? I know. I, I think I think that comes a little bit. Let's do that tomorrow with the with the, okay. center, the center rotation. Because I'm just like I don't know what it is. Now. We don't know no. what it is after after two games now. Um, Josh Green was incredible in this game. 23 points, oh my gosh, five yeah. boards. He had an assist, uh, four fouls, and three of them probably weren't fouls. Uh, hit five threes. Like just, just inc- he's he's taken such a leap forward. That like, honestly, it's like it's almost like the leap that Brunson took from 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 the year he couldn't play against the Clippers until 
last year, right? Like it's almost, it almost feels like that. It's just kind of delayed, but it's wild to see how confident he is driving, like bumping somebody's chest, like bumping Harrison Barnes, and then just like getting an and one or, or getting something at the rim, taking these threes, like taking threes in movement. He hit a three on the move yeah. in this game. Like it is, it is crazy to see how good he's become. And it's like almost like he freaky Friday somebody and they, <laughs> like, like maybe he took all of Kyle Lowry's powers this offseason when they were working out together. He took that. He took Justin Jackson's floater. Uh, he had <laughs> I this forgot floater about night. Justin Jackson's floater. Uh, that was that was awesome. I mean, dude's knocking down threes. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of Mavs players over the years that have made this big of a leap in one year. Like just Mavs players. Like, Br- Brunson. Uh, yeah, Br- Brunson. I feel like Brunson like really turned it on though towards the end of last year. Oh, that's what Josh Green's dang doing good. right now. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like Josh had a pretty dang good year, but yeah, I mean, he's turning it on now. So, yeah, sort of Brunson, uh, but you know, Tim McMahon said a, a quote the other day on his uh, podcast post trade deadline. He's saying, um, you know, if the Mavericks make a run this year, everybody's going to know Josh Green's name for and, sure. And yeah, I mean, they're going to have to because the dude's going to play forty minutes a night. Does Luca's leap from rookie year to his second year, where we were talking about him for most improved? That, I mean, <laughs> honestly, that's a leap. Like, like a yeah, it's a pretty big leap, a measurable leap. There's a bunch yeah. more. Let us know in the comment section if there's somebody else that you're thinking of that if you go back, if you date back to uh, earlier Mavericks days than we do. Um, Tim got hurt tonight, and you know he never came back into the game. McMahon, Cato, <laughs> Cato. No, How many Tims do uh, we have? I mean, McMahon did take a pretty big fall the other day at practice. <laughs> so uh, was, no, I don't know if he actually fell. Tim down, McMahon but. was doing like a stand-up report for for ESPN on the side of like a practice court. Was it was it Houston or or Utah or like he's somewhere where they had red jerseys like practicing? I think it was the Clippers. Yeah. Okay. It was Clippers then. Red jerseys. In LA. And then yeah. and then like somebody like backed up right into him, and it was like almost slow motion. You could see this guy like back up right into Tim. And then Tim just took, took a fall to the side of the camera, get back up and like look behind to see who it was. <laughs> Man, that was so funny. May or not, may or may not have been John Wall. I don't know. <laughs> just getting one last, just getting one last lick in. Um, but you know, Tim Hardaway got hurt in this game, so you know, I feel like this will naturally push Reggie into the starting lineup. Which yeah, he did in the second half. I think Reggie should have started over Tim in the first place. I agree. Uh, to have, you know, those two defenders out there. But now we'll see, you know, we'll see who plays. I mean, that would have been a natural Terrence Ross fill-in right there off the bench uh, if Tim's going to be out for a little bit. But they need another wing in there at some point, possibly. Um, Mark Stein just threw out Will, Will Barton's name is something that the Mavericks are considering, too. So that that's another one. We'll talk about that tomorrow to see if anything, oh. like, a- actually happens. Um but the, the rotations in this game, I thought, were really, really strange. And, like, Jason Kidd's going to have some time to try and figure out these guys. But he kind of started running yeah. out of bodies when Tim went out. You're like, okay, what do I do? But the the Pinson, Hardy, and Wood trio. Like, you can't <laughs> play all three of those guys against a playoff team. Right? The like Theo, you, The Theo step back three. I laughed out loud. The one that went in? <laughs> no, 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 no. This one was a brick. The one that went in on the on the left corner, I was cracking up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Matt George or another Kings reporter that was like, "The Kings just played perfect defense for 23 seconds, and Theo Pinson hit a step back bomb from the corner and made it." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I am as shocked as you are. 
Frank Frank got some minutes in this game. All of a sudden, in the third quarter, they just like they were like, I don't all know right, if you well, forgot about him. But Jason Kidd was like, people forget about Frank, and then he threw him in there. Uh, Jaden Hardy, I thought this these are these are the minutes that I've been asking for for him. Like he made mistakes. He had that moment with Fox where they met at midcourt, and he just took the ball away from him. Like he needs some of these minutes where he goes through it, right? Where he goes through some of these moments and sees what it takes to play in like a tough playoff type environment. That that crowd was great. That was a great crowd in Sacramento. Yeah. I saw a bunch of Kings media people saying like, "Oh, a Mavs Kings series would be great. This crowd is really fired up. I'm ready for Kings playoff basketball." I don't I don't think the Kings want a Mavs series. I don't think they want to play Luka in the first round. Let's, I mean, who do they who who do they want? To but play? yeah, your They're options be are the underdogs. Yeah, your so, options yeah. are not very good. But uh, but I thought Jaden Hardy he hit the one three. He had four assists, uh, only one turnover, just that one with with Fox. Uh, but I think these are great developmental minutes for him. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, unless they bring in bring in another guard, then he's going to be the third guard kind of. Yep. I mean, Josh Green's going to be their third point, you know, ball handler, but. Um, you know, Hardy's going to play that role. I we'll talk more about the center rotation tomorrow and Christian Wood probably more tomorrow, but yes. Christian Wood having nine points in the fourth quarter. That was a really important stretch and they desperately needed those buckets from you him. asked me about his role. That's his role. What? Give me one quarter where you just go off. <laughs> give me one quarter. where you just <laughs> well, It's not go- even a quarter. It's like, give me six minutes. Yeah, It's like, I mean, it's like half a quarter. Cause it was the yeah. first quarter of the game on, uh, on Friday. And then it was the, the beginning of the fourth quarter on the game uh, tonight. Um, but yeah, he had some, he had some good moments. His passes have been really good. He's thrown some really, really good passes in these last yeah. couple of games too. Um, JaVale McGee, is he just, is he back? Can he just play rotation minutes now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm saving this for tomorrow now. I mean, I was, I mean, I'm just kind of amazed. Like he does, he did some JaVale McGee things, but. JaVale McGee. Oh, great. I'm just saying we would have been low key kind of pissed if he went to a really good team and then he just came off the bench and like killed it for another team or like, I agree all year. Well, uh, they weren't going to buy, I mean, they I, weren't going to buy him out. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say he's like killing it, but he's like playable right now. Well, he's killing it compared to what he was doing at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he set the bar really low and now he's exceeding that bar. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we've done on this podcast. First two years bar was really, really low. And set now you guys were really like, low. man, you guys are like listenable now. And we're like, with the exception like, yeah, of the majestic, we got the majestic oh. for the first couple of years. And, uh, <laughs> Quality programming. We just, we just, um, was there, <laughs> was there anything about this game that concerned you going forward? No, I need more of a sample size for me to, I mean, well, not that I needed this game, but I was concerned about the defense before <laughs> and, yeah, uh, just still am. So, uh, I mean, that's just my biggest def- my biggest defense, my biggest complaint. King scoring 74 points in the paint. Mavs scoring 46. That's not a good number. No, that's not a good number at all. Um, hey, we can outscore people. Let's see who's on the buyout market. <laughs> it's not going to help this defense. None of the buyout guys are going to help this defense. Come on down, Will Bartner, Danny Green. <laughs> we'll see. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We've talked about tomorrow so many times. We better deliver tomorrow. We'll talk about the center rotation. We'll talk after about the, the bu- Super Bowl. We'll talk about the buyout guys, and we'll, we'll post it after hey, the Super Bowl. Who's your Super Bowl pick? <sighs> it, pain, it pains me. It pains me, but this has been stuck in my head all week. And take me home. Pad Mahomes oh. to the place I belong, taking, Kansas City. Patty? Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. 
Yeah, didn't they beat your team? Yeah, they did. (laughs) Didn't my Um, team beat your team? Shut up. I'm taking Eagles. (sighs) Fly, Eagles, fly. There you go. Let us know in the comment section. Let us know your Super Bowl pick. Let us know everything in the comment section. How are you doing today? What's your, how, what's the vibe? What's the Raccoon I'm Squad sm- vibe? Hey, throwback to one more thing. Remember when I used to smoke a brisket and the Mavs would win? <laughs> there's a million. There's so many people listening yeah. right now that expected you to say anything else besides brisket after that. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> tomorrow, I'm smoking three racks of ribs am i coming a, over are you and is, this an, is this an invite <laughs> i don't care and a, and a brisket so monday it's a guaranteed win against minnesota and guys if y'all don't have tickets yet <laughs> this place better be rocking on monday night oh for yeah Kyrie's debut in dallas i'm excited oh my gosh I got, I got one more thing if you come to the game i got stickers i got locked God, i thought that was a condom <laughs> 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 If you come to the game, wow! Locked on Mavs condoms. Let's go! Oh my gosh, that'd be so funny. Protect the paint, protected sex. Wow! This is a Isaac, pod. Isaac smoking it up. I'm passing out condoms. I just want everybody to be safe, guys. Brisket, smoking brisket. I forgot about your smoke brisket uh curse or it's like it's not a curse it's a positive it's like a yeah it's a positive hex i don't know what's a positive of like a super spell i guess i don't know i'm playing the harry potter game by the way thanks to the raccoon squad i got a ps5 they bought you a ps5 that'd be amazing crap what'd you do (laughs) go find me no i couldn't find one anywhere my wife was like we have to play hogwarts legacy this weekend and i was like okay I'm going to make this happen. Like, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get one. Nowhere. I went to multiple targets. I called multiple targets. I called Best Buys. Nowhere. Game stops. Nothing. Uh, Tweeted it out. I was like, all right, guys, what's my play? And they're all sending me the stuff that I've already. They're like, Target has them. Like, no, all the websites lie. Don't believe any of the websites on Target. They don't have anything. And then they have, like, these bundles that are, like, $200, $300 more than just the system by itself. And, like, I didn't want to play God of War just yet and everything. And then a Raccoon Squad member, Ramon. Ramon uh-huh. DMs me from a, a, a from a GameStop near my house. I was like drove no all the way around and was like, I got you. He's like, I got a PS5. I'll hold it for you. And I went there and he had it for me. Was, I walked into the store. He goes, Nick. And I was like, yes. It was amazing. No way. Ramon coming through. The Raccoon Squad came through and my wife was surprised. Like I, I played it all up and I was because I did it for like a Valentine's birthday type thing. She wanted one. She wanted a PS5 so bad, and I played it up like I didn't get one. And I was like, I just, I couldn't get one. There's like, there's she a. Didn't, there's she a, didn't like the lockdown maps condom. <laughs> I was like, there's a guy on. There's a guy on Twitter saying that he has one that we could go get tomorrow. So, so let's. That sounds let's, so sketchy. I know, but, but I was there's like, a guy on Twitter who says he has a PS5. And then we came home, and I had already logged it in and downloaded everything. And like, she walked in, and she was like. And she freaked out, and it was amazing. So, Ramon, appreciate you. The <laughs> raccoon squad came through for me again. Uh, we're yeah. out. We're out. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mask. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>